0: How's it going folks welcome back to the point being podcast I'm Edward Zelaya, your opinion writer here at the Daily Star, and I'm joined by David Fitzsimmons, our cartoonist. David, how are you today? I am cheerful, man. It's a beautiful winter day. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. A little bit swamped right now.
1: It's <laughs> middle of the are. week. And You're the man. You're the editorial page guy.
0: I, I am. Uh, for the listeners who, who might not know right now, um, usually Sarah Garrett-Gasson, our our editor of our page, joins us. Uh, Unfortunately, her husband passed away this last week, and this episode will be in, in memorial of Tim Gasson. Yeah, he absolutely. Was the media director for the Ice Cats or Uni- University of Arizona's uh, hockey team. Yeah, uh, did a did a few columns here. Did a, f- a few did pieces a few here. columns. Yeah,
1: he loved the uh, he loved the hockey gig. He did, and also uh, he was a frontman for Marshmallow Overcoat. Well, he, I don't know if you've uh, listened I, to any of it on. I was not, YouTube. Tell me a little about that. Psychedelic. Right. It's kind of a. It's kind of cool. Uh, he might be insulted. Hey, I hope you're not too insulted when I say this, but to me it feels. Uh, Warm, familiar, and retro, and it's just uh, kind of a, I would say, a 60s psychedelic kind of take on uh, modern life, and it's really enjoyable to listen to. And what's the name of that band again? Uh, Marshmallow Overcoat. All right. I do not know the origin of that name. I'm going to Google the heck out of that. Yeah. Oh, it's this. fun. Yeah, Google it on YouTube, and there are pictures of Tim when he's very young and <laughs> when he's a wild front man. You know, it's kind of an interesting spectrum from being a wild front man for a, a rock band to being a
0: Mr. Hockey. Mr. State and in-control hockey. That's right. He was no Don Cherry, that's for sure. He
1: was no Don Cherry. Yeah, man, he's going to be hard to replace. Really, for, Truly. Uh,
0: the hockey gang here in Tucson. So for for Tim and Sarah, we we hope that you guys hear this wherever you are. Right? Absolutely. We send our love. Love and prayers definitely up for you folks. Yeah. So David, Yeah. As- it's been an interesting uh, uh, local political week here. Yeah, Some we got unex- a new mayor, new mayor, and an outgoing soup, and an outgoing soup. That was somewhat huh. unexpected. I was surprised. I really
1: thought that we're talking about Allie Miller. We're Allie Miller. I can't. Is it? What's the? What's her district? Is it district?
0: Uh, she's in district one. District which one, also. the great northwest. Yes, that's
1: my district.
0: Yeah, she's my. Uh, my supervisor. I really thought she'd run forever. You know, I I was talking with the Pima County GOP chair, the David Eppheimer. Uh-huh. and he was also caught off guard like you oh, were. Oh, he was. Um, he found out the day that she posted it on Facebook. It was Monday this week that she posted on Facebook her decision not to seek re-election.
1: i got to stop right there. Isn't that interesting that she wouldn't communicate with her political party's leader to give him the heads <laughs> up on what she's doing? That's I, odd. And
0: it wasn't just them it was also the rest of the board of supervisors as well uh. i actually just got off the phone about 20 minutes ago with richard Elias. oh and he, what he was say? he was as well caught off guard it was something that he was not expecting uh he said that he was expecting her to run he she was saying all the right things for somebody who was uh huh. getting ready to run for reelection. um but then she makes this decision uh,
1: that is so interesting. You, you, could, what, what do you think it is? Could it be that maybe she sees uh, the Democratic opponents as actually challenging this go-around, or is it
0: something else? Another That's another interesting uh, – one of the uh, her demo, her potential – or would have been potential Democratic opponents, a yeah. friend of yours, Mr. Uh, Rex, Rex Scott. Mr. Yeah. Rex Scott. Yeah, I yeah. also reached out to him and spoke to him uh he felt that uh, and you know again it's somebody who's going to be who would have been running against an incumbent yeah. he feels that regardless of who the republican candidate is that uh the tides of change within the uh not just local but national political waves are uh are more welcoming to him, uh, even though that that district is actually it's, pretty heavily it's very, GOP. It's
1: very Republican. Uh, you know, Mister Scott has an interesting story. He he has served in public life before. He was a city council person. Yeah, and he was a Republican.
0: Yeah,
1: um, he's an educator now. Um, he's right? an educator now. Yeah, I think he's a retired uh, principal. And uh, you know, I gotta say, uh, if anyone can run a government office, it's a school principal. They know where to put out the cones. Well, they, so what's going on with the with my favorite subject to draw? I don't get it. What's the story? What's her explanation?
0: So, I, so her explanation on her Facebook page was just that, hey, I'm, I'm kind of tired of this. I, I want to just kind of mm. just retire. But I happen mm. to think if you were to look at District 1, not just her District 1, Congressional District 1, which is enormous, by the way. Strange shape. Very strange. Stretches all the way from the uh, border of Arizona and Utah down to (laughs) uh, basically Cochise County, the border of Cochise here. I think it's that crazy. she uh made a little bit of a political calculation stuck her finger to the winds saw that there's no real big name GOP candidate for district 1 as we speak I think the probably yeah. biggest one is there's uh the the former mayor of Williams is probably the the most recognizable name right now on there hmm. so I think she probably took uh, took you know uh uh kind of look at what was going on there. Is
1: that typically a Republican district?
0: It's uh, not typically, but it, it is. Uh, it, as far as uh, who has the advantage, as far as registered voters, the GOP has a slight registered hmm. voter. Um, but right now it's being represented by a Democrat, so Mr. Tim O'H- yeah, it O'Halloran. Yeah, O'Halloran. O'Halloran, O'Halloran. O'Halloran, yes. And I see him as yeah. the most... Um uh, yeah. what do we want to say uh, the mm, most susceptible mm, to being knocked off vulnerable. of the three of the three kind of local yeah.
1: nice guy former cop
0: mm-hmm. solid old school democrat yep yeah. i think that Allie would have a tough time, uh, kind of campaigning on the Indian reservation and some of the, uh, more, uh, what do I want to say? Probably more Hispanic rural areas in the district. <laughs> However, Why do you say that?
1: Do you think she might say, <laughs> she might speak her mind? Or... I don't know
0: if you remember, but right after, uh, the, uh, uh, the Charlottesville uh, Uh, incident she came out and said what's wrong with being a proud white nationalist that's right why should she she is the white Martin
1: Luther King she is of Oro Valley
0: (laughs) that's a good way of putting it so I think that uh, as far as in communities like maybe uh, the White Mountains she might play really well up there so yeah, it's not that, nice. definitely not the Brown Mountains. No, that was very really good. That um, good. yeah, but yeah, yeah so well, I, I hope that's she what I see. In from public
1: her. life, you know, she's a a lively character
0: with interesting positions. Speaking of characters, how do you, how do you usually go about drawing an, an, an Allie Miller? Oh, an Allie Miller. The great thing about Allie Millie, Allie Millie,
1: Allie Miller, <laughs> is... Gold her two her two prominent characteristics are her large
0: uh, frame, yes. Uh, eyeglasses, yes. Uh, but then the way something she, from the eighties, early seventies,
1: yeah. And then the way she wears her her big hair, she has big hair in a way. It's sort of in my mind. It's sort of like an exaggerated giant football helmet. Mm. Yeah, with that little kind of Dutch boy uh, curl on the uh, on the sides, uh-huh.
0: um, and. Doesn't she usually wear a scarf? She dresses like a a A Steinmark shopper. I have Mm. seen her with a scarf at some of that. She she does look like a Joanne etc kind of. uh, Yes,
1: (laughs) and I I love to draw her with uh, uh, tea bags hanging from
0: her earlobes. (laughs) She is so. Speaking of the other reason, I think that she would Uh. be such uh, maybe not an ideal candidate for that position, but why the uh, statewide Republican Party would like her is Kelly. uh, She her she is uh, uh, a. a crazy bird of a feather with the state GOP's chairman. Uh, I forget her name right off the top of my Man, head. Man, that's... It's not right. a chairman. It's a chairwoman. That. You're right. They are both... If you were to...
1: Doctor... To, right? To, it's physician. Not, is yeah. Kelly
0: Ward a doctor? She's not a yeah. doctor. Yes, oh, my God. She's just, a
1: physician. She is. Yeah. Compartmentalization. Yes. Um, right. So
0: I could, see, I could see her just being one in the same with where the statewide... Uh, Uh, Republican Party wants to go this election cycle That is
1: true more so than this valley yes definitely I mean her support was that the core up in the northwest side and uh, local talk radio that was it
0: (sighs) yeah um, and I feel like this is a district where that could still play a little better uh, the yes. congressional uh, yeah district. i think you're right well thank goodness she's you know
1: once i learn a face i hate to
0: so from lose it. from one uh, uh kind of exiting the public square perhaps to one just stepping into a larger role we have who would that be miss rahena romero
1: our new mayor
0: Rahina, not regina damn it that's so true um She's just sworn in officially, I believe, yesterday. There's been like three different swearing Mm -hmm. in ceremonies for her. Today's,
1: it was Tuesday.
0: Yeah. And so her first real official act. You know who does like to swear? Jonathan Rothschild. Oh my God. Our former mayor, now former. Yeah. I don't know if Rahina swore, but. Not that kind of swearing? Not that kind of swearing. Okay. I, I. I think instead of using God's name in vain, uh-huh. they just use God's name. Okay, for that's this
1: one. good. All right. That's good. So good
0: her first kind of official act, along with Steve Kozachuk, who also, uh, I believe, was the seconder on it... Um, they the the council voted to uh, oppose the uh, official Trump policy of remain in Mexico, and while doing that, they also were asking for more federal funds to help with the Casa Casa Elitas, uh, program that's oh, okay. being so, run through the through the county.
1: So when you first describe that, i think, thinking, oh, yeah. gee, great, another feel good resolution. Uh-huh. But there was some meat to it.
0: There's well, some meat in you the mean, fact they're that they're, they're like, for... they're they're they're. they're they're pleading, but they're they're doing it in a much more like, "Hey, okay. feds, you need to do this."
1: I can get it. You know, the folks at Casa Alitas are. Uh, I spoke to them last Friday, and they're uh, pretty anxious about what they think is going to be uh, an increase in their biz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's
0: uh, well, I, a decrease, right? Wasn't it a decrease because with this uh, remain in Mexico, a lot of folks who right. were seeking who would have been seeking uh, asylum or. Uh, we're, we're looking to be refugees. They're going to be asked to be staying in Mexico now yes. until their cases are up to be heard. Right. Uh, that's and I don't know if you've been following some of the work of our old colleague, Murphy Woodhouse. Does that name? Yeah, right? absolutely. He's down on the Fronteras desk there for Arizona uh, Public Media. Does yeah. uh, good work. Very good work. And that's based out of Hermosillo. But uh Wow, well, can he explain what's going on
1: in Nogales and the border and the and all that? They have I'm, a pretty little bit ha- muddy on They that. have
0: a little bit better understanding of it. But according yeah. to one of his reports that I was listening to this week, uh the there it's 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 causing a lot of consternation uh, amongst locals, uh, local Mexicans uh, with these folks staying along the border. Sure. Um, There was at first uh, about two or three months ago when this uh, was first starting up, uh, mostly as a pilot program in Texas, um, of folks being like, hey, well, this is this is a good idea. We don't we don't want a bunch of lawlessness crossing back and forth across the borders. Uh, now they're kind of starting to realize that. Oh, that means these folks are going to be here for a, a very, long very long time, time. and uh, support of that uh, that that program has really decreased. In, oh, absolutely. In nice you, you know, things. if you're if
1: you're cruel,
0: that is politically brilliant, <laughs> right? It's it, a brilliant strategy. It is. It yeah. it totally is, and. I think it was Tim Steller who had another article in uh in our Sunday edition of the paper. Yeah. Uh where he talked about how uh recently this week folks have been uh, uh there's been about a 5 to 6 hour wait uh for folks trying to cross either side of the border mm-hmm. uh, and the border pro- or the uh uh, CPB, uh border protect uh, Customs and, Customs and Border and Patrol. The yeah, uh, they have said that. Oh, it's because we're you know folks who we've asked to remain in Mexico. They're they're starting to to storm the gates now. They're starting to try to come through where the uh, where huh. the cars are coming through. Well, they wouldn't be if it wasn't yeah, this yes, huge. Right. To remain in Mexico. You when you get people out desperate, they're going to do desperate things.
1: You just pointed out how some of these policies are interconnected, and people aren't thinking
0: about cause and effect. Exactly. And it's really sad. I just... It is sad. It's cruel to these folks. These... I you can look at all the stories for folks. Uh, There's people who they're, you know, they're they're asked to remain in Mexico and then were kidnapped within five hours of of returning. Um, These are not things that are are victimless crimes. I think that a a lot of people, Midwesterners or folks from Phoenix... Like to think that, oh well they're just gonna go and stay in a, a hotel or something in Mexico. All that right, is not no. the case. These are tents or people just sleeping tents out. Tents or
1: sleeping on the street. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um it is it is a bad situation. It is a very bad situation So what was
1: the reaction to uh the city council's uh
0: so as far it was a resolution. It was a resolution. <laughs> All right. Um as far as uh I, I guess if we're just judging it by letters to the editor, oh, um, you got letters already? Yes. So um, we've got a little bit of uh, folks uh, in part of her uh, and being sworn in. She spoke Spanish yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we got one letter saying, "Is this going to be? Uh, is do I as an English speaker? Am I going to be represented?" Um of course of course you were none of the rest of the meeting took place in Spanish or anything wow. like that Same reaction um, here's a phrase like
1: e pluribus
0: unum I'm not, so confused None of that Spanish but here Don't make me learn Um I've seen a lot of it it, it seems like folks who are um, I, I, I want to say this as as kindly as I can. Folks who were never in the decision making process uh, to hmm. begin with are now really mad that they're not going to be in the decision making process with a Latina mayor. Oh, yeah, all right. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a lot of those sentiments. It's going to be a
1: bumpy ride these yeah. next four
0: eight years. Four, yeah, eight, four. Well, right. I, I think mm. it's three mm. now before they even mm. get a reelector again, or four. Oh, that's right. Because, because of, of the
1: state. The... Yes. Yeah.
0: But one of the things that uh, some letter writers are uh, are writing in with as a criticism, although I'm not so sure it can be, uh, considering she's only been mayor for one day, is that- uh, What a day. Yeah, what a day. Is that Mayor Romero doesn't seem to be focusing enough on uh, creating jobs for uh, voters here in Tucson. Right. And I'm not quite sure uh, what she could have done to get Amazon or, or Google to open up a, uh, you know. In a day. Yeah, in a day. But uh, give me give me your kind of point of view on that, Dave. You've seen oh, a little bit of, more. on the idea of
1: creating jobs?
0: Yeah, you've seen more of the evolution of Tucson. That idea, that argument of
1: creating jobs just really frosts my cake. Mm-hmm. Is that the right metaphor? I'm not quite I sure. It it burns my biscuits. Burns. That's probably a better it, one. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Frosted I, cake I, sounds good. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, I think it burns. It, yeah, burns my biscuits because uh, the idea of uh, jobs in Tucson there's sort of a, a Zen-like quality. You can't snap your fingers and magically make jobs appear, and it's really difficult when it comes down to begging and tax breaks, and it's very time-consuming. Uh, I think what uh, critics are, uh, the, the, what these critics are arguing is they would like to see far lower taxes and less regulation more mm-hmm. of a trumpian kind of government yeah. believing that that would uh, boost uh, our economy mm-hmm. and on the other side of it when someone writes in to complain like that i would say to them uh what have you done today to create prosperity exactly <laughs> have you created employment have you created a job have you created a product it's always, or are you just
0: waiting i always just feel like it's the go-to uh, de facto like Oh, kind of right. criticism of Democrats or hey, or liberals you in general. Ain't never done a payroll. Exactly. She yeah. she's been in government her whole life. What could she know about the private sector? Exactly. Uh, probably a lot, considering she's yeah. been on the city council and tried to help drive economic development for the they last 12 won. years. These will probably be yeah. quite,
1: there'll be probably a little tsunami for a couple of days. Right? Yeah. Letters, yeah, and then they'll
0: lose interest. They'll lose a little interest, but I I really do think there is. A lot of people who feel, well, I'll just say it, they feel threatened by the idea of a Hispanic woman mayor.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, I'm not sure why. I know that this is the first Latino or Latina mayor of any stripe uh, in the last hundred years. <laughs> Uh, and the city seems to be, I don't know if they've been around Tucson lately, but I, I believe Latinos make up the pretty
1: damn (laughs) near the majority of it. Yeah. I do not know the, uh, I don't know the numbers, but that's absolutely And and these are Usually
0: the same people who are complaining while ordering the number three at, you know, chimichanga at Rosa's. Uh, I just don't get the, the disconnect between like the culture that kind of, I don't want to say founded, but was, was here, uh, a lot, a lot longer than some of the uh, the Caucasian folks uh, who were well, here. Let me say it, you know, as as a white
1: boy who grew up here, I think I am so grateful for the Latino culture because mm. I, I look at my own white culture. Hello, <laughs> white people, Are you listening out there? <laughs> What did you give me growing up here? Concrete, <laughs> asphalt, and Circle Ks. Oh, thank you so much. And racist comedians on the Ed Sullivan show. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Good times. I'm so grateful I discovered uh, treasures like, uh, well, my Latina friends on the street I grew up on, the food, the culture, the music, the beauty of Tucson. It is, you know, it's, it's territorial, it's uh, Spanish, it's Mexican. It's what gives us our uh, our
0: richness, I think. I agree. It's what gives uh, the uniqueness to this area. Right. Um, yeah. There's, uh, you know, you can go pretty much anywhere else and and get Taco Bell, but you're not going to be able to go anywhere else and <laughs> get and get what you get here. That's true. You know, ironically, it was an Irishman who founded the city. Oh yeah? Huh?
1: Yeah. O'Connor. He was a mercenary. Really? Couldn't find work in Ireland. He was born to a wealthy family, so he goes to Spain, joins the Spanish army. Uh He's sent by ship over to the Yucatan. He does really well. He's a good warrior. He becomes the governor of Yucatan. And then he's part of a troop heading north to explore the Pimaria Alta. Pimaria Alta, yes. Yeah. Comes over the hill. He was the first guy over the hill. Hey, you guys, hang back. I want to be the one who (laughs) says it's mine, okay?
0: Was it— was he before uh, Father Kino and everybody who had set up the? Uh, I'm thinking it's about uh, about that time, about the
1: same time, in fact. So he was yeah. a, he was. But he a, preceded. The, I think uh, he and his troop proceed preceded the missions.
0: But he was doing this for the for the crown for Spain, right? For Spain, the time. absolutely. So he was a an Irish an Irish uh, mercenary mercenary for yeah. a, That is a cool great story. story. You know, yeah. That's something um, I'm going to look into. I'm in a history major, so that's a, that's a really cool one. Yeah. Speaking of history, then there's the impeachment uh, oh, that's going on. Were you, you? Oh, you're working, man. You didn't have time to listen to it, did I, you? I really have not heard anything from today's. Uh, I know that the Democrats we should play pulled a game. in academics, yeah. and then the Republicans kind of I don't know anti-academics. What,
1: that's it. Let's see if you can guess
0: what happened today, and I'll tell you how that, close. That, I mean, if I was going, if I was coming from you know like space, that would be my <laughs> first like. Yeah. That was it. Fill me in, though. Fill me in. That
1: was it. Uh, The the Republicans did have uh, one witness uh, themselves, Professor uh, Jonathan Turley. uh, I can't remember which Washington University. George Washington?
0: I think so. Okay. Either that or American University. Yeah.
1: And the Republicans liked him because his argument was he really thought that the case was thin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Whereas the three others thought the case was thin and hefty mm-hmm. um, but it's exactly what you would have thought in terms of the back and forth so uh you know the democrats they'd ask reasonable questions uh of the scholars and then be the republicans turns to uh talk about Were you
0: there in Ukraine when they did that exactly. call? I think not exactly say.
1: it was speechifying time, you know it's a, yeah.
0: and it, it Uh, I didn't
1: I really don't give it too much weight. Uh, What's really going to matter is the impeachment trial. We know what the verdict is going to be, what the vote's going to be on Mm -hmm. this. uh, It's the Judiciary
0: Committee. Judiciary. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler. No yeah. Adam Schiff, no no shifty shift this time. No shifty shift. It's N- N- Nads Man. Nadler. No.
1: It's good. You know, who knows? I wonder what you know. A couple of weeks ahead, what's going to unfold? Who's going to be indicted? Who's going to flip? What new information will come forward? So
0: I think the, the funniest uh, information I've seen come across my wire today is that Rudy Giuliani, in, uh-huh. in an effort to kind of counter this impeachment uh, wave has gone to Kiev and other parts of the Ukraine to interview people for a self-made documentary that he's putting together about why the impeachment is a hoax. Yeah. Think, so you know this is going to be good. It's going
1: to be so I didn't know good. networks was her- Netflix was Netflix. hurting for content. I thought they were great right now. Yeah. This, is, uh, this should uh, be good so stuff. So he's still hustling. I wonder if they'll be able to show that in prison. <laughs> Club Fed, probably.
0: They at least Club get, Fed, yeah. yeah. They're at least going to get basic cable in there.
1: Yeah, tonight we're going to watch Old oh Brother Where Art Thou and the Rudy Giuliani documentary.
0: <laughs> we're sorry Wildcat fans, the Pac-12 network <laughs> is still unavailable.
1: Hey, was there a game?
0: Uh, this weekend? Hey, I didn't what? pay attention. I, I wouldn't know. know. Yeah. We're pretty know. terrible in the the sports of the throwy ball, <laughs> the throwy kicky ball. The throwy ball. Throwy <laughs> kicky yeah, ball is that's true. not our sport. Uh, basketball, um, though we did uh, we we performed yeah, well over we the uh, Turkey Day weekend. So. Yeah, that was good. <sighs> I only bring it
1: up because my son-in-law, the dag nabbed son-in-law, uh, oh, the, is text, he the one the that, little that, emails. <laughs> is
0: that the they they've got the 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 grandkids right? Yeah, it up and, the gang kids that are going to be Wildcats. There we go. Dang it. <laughs> So it's been an an interesting week. I think we, we kinda noted that already. Yeah. Um Dave, why don't wise. why don't you kinda go over what one of your uh, oh. your uh, cartoons are for this week? I know it's in memorial of a friend oh, of yours.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, doing cartoons about uh you know, Trump and impeachment. But uh tomorrow's a cartoon, that'd be Thursdays is a memorial to a dear friend of mine who left the world on Monday and Hi. right after he texted me Ugh. uh that uh I'm going in the hospital. I'll keep you advised. Jay Taylor is oh. gonna be in our show so uh, he, on
0: Saturday. Was this this was totally unexpected then?
1: In a sense, yeah, it was unexpected. Uh yeah. Yeah, he got pneumonia, had trouble breathing, <laughs> he died in his sleep. Yay for that. Yeah. But uh it's a it's a heavy loss for me. He became a good friend over a period of a, a decade or more, and uh, I met him long after he was uh, famous for uh, doing these uh, advertisements on local TV for the past thirty years.
0: Remind these millennials what what were one oh, of the, some of the popular uh, ones?
1: O'Reilly Chevrolet, Lord, O'Reilly. Lord, they're good people. Or <laughs> oh, mama. Uh, just these really uh, wonderful cornball ads. But my favorites, you can find them on YouTube if you look up Jay Taylor's ads. Is uh, He did a series for a local bank uh, that were uh, parodies of French art films, you know, with the characters <laughs> uttering complete nonsense but with the subtitles selling the product. But, yeah, he is a, he is a, a, a very uh, entertaining and uh, – a uh, delightfully politically incorrect guy. I loved. I loved uh, a lot of his jokes, which are uh, tasteless and inappropriate for uh, the <laughs> stage. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to create a new uh, a swimming park for elderly folks. We're going to call it Lake Flaccid. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> yeah, those kind of jokes. Uh, yeah. those are good. Those are yeah, good. Those are really good. They're yeah. not
0: dad jokes. They're granddad they're jokes.
1: Grand. That's exactly right. There you That's go. So true. Because
0: dad should still be able to get it up. Yeah. You he know. does he does
1: bridge that gap between uh comedy of the fifties and sixties uh. and, and uh modern uh modern comedy uh yeah he was he was uh, genuinely funny i once saw him he loved practical jokes so uh we we're public it's crowded uh <laughs> he had uh <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I'll just tell you what he did. Mm-hmm. So he takes out a cell phone, and he's, he, he's got dark sunglasses on. He's talking like he's a Hollywood producer, and he's cursing out Spielberg. Hey, Spielberg, damn it. You. Exactly. No one's on the phone, but he's in a rage. That, ah, I don't need you. And he Close thro- encounters? Yeah. He throws the phone across the room and <laughs> smashes it, reaches in, <laughs> his, takes out another phone. <laughs> boop, 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 Hey, Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Spielberg just screwed me. <laughs> of course, people all around watching this are like, "What the heck?" Sure enough. Well, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you're gonna do with your. He throws the second phone. Oh my god! By the time he reaches in for the third phone, everyone is moving far, far away from this crazy man. I couldn't stop laughing. Wow, He's too funny. Was yeah.
0: it Ron Howard the third one? It Ron should Howard. have been. Pete should have been, or Clint Eastwood. Apollo 13. I didn't even get to two. <laughs> It was good yeah, times.
1: Good, good times, good times. So we're going to uh, we're gonna honor his memory uh, Saturday in our show. And at uh, what show is that? Jokes. Uh, the Arroyo Cafe Holiday Radio Show. And
0: where's that going to be at? It's going to be at the Rialto Theater. At what time? It's going to be at 1
1: p.m. And
0: how much are those tickets?
1: 20 big bucks. All the funds go to good
0: things. Well, if I was not bartending this weekend, I would be Aww. right there. i got to make money to go to San Francisco, damn it. That's true. What are you doing in Frisco? Uh, I'm going for... New Year's and oh. uh, what am I not going to do? Oh, we'll leave wow. it there. Yeah.
1: Do you have friends or family there? Uh, my
0: my stepbrother is actually going to be uh he's coming out the day after and he's meeting some friends. So we'll probably meet up for for New Year and get <gasps> trash. Happy. Yeah, yeah, get happy. Yeah.
1: I am so envious. So, I yeah. love San Francisco. I, you know, I've never been. Fun it, town to visit. That's what they great that's what they town said. To visit. they I
0: heard it's a great town with a grimy underbelly.
1: Well, said
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: great town to just wander, actually. Perfect. I'm one of those people. I'm fearless about it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Just I'm just water. there
0: to have a good time, uh, apparently, at some of the parks you can drink in public, which is right up my alley. Yes. So. Be sure
1: and check out the Wild Parrots wild par- of Something what? Hill. Oh? Ask your stepbrother. He'll know. All right. I will. In the heart of the city, there are these trees that are full, for some reason... People, you know, you you own a parrot, you get tired of it, you release the parrot. Yeah. For some reason, these (laughs) parrots seek each other out, and there are hundreds and hundreds of these parrots – In San Francisco, in in a small neighborhood of the city, and they inhabit a couple of trees. Crack! Rent's gone up. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mortgage is (laughs) unbrewable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and watch out for detectives racing through the streets in their Torinos. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Oh, yeah. Big trouble in Little China.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, folks. Well, thank you so, so much for tuning in this week and listening to the Point Being podcast. We just want to let Sarah Gasson know that we miss her so very much ah, here and we, we sure can't do. wait till she gets back. But until then, thank you folks for listening. This has been Edward Salaya and David Fitzsimmons. Adios, friends. We'll see you later. Have a good one.